after the game, these kids came up to like a few friends of my team. They're like, oh, like you got like the only reason why you guys won is because you guys have that. You guys have that black guy. Like he's like, and they call me the N word. It's it's kind of like an ugly truth that you got that you that I saw, um, and you know, but I think it was necessary. And I think it's I think if we ever want this sport to grow and if we ever want the world to be a better place, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk too generally, but you know, like it, like we gotta, it's gotta be diverse. Hello and welcome to Before the Lights podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Wilson. Today, I'm going to be talking to Trevor Baptiste, an NCAA national champion in lacrosse, two-time All-American. He's been featured in Sports Illustrated, and he's in line for the most face-off wins in NCAA history. Along with many other accolades, Trevor has also had an interesting experience growing up in the lacrosse world. Today, he's going to share his experiences, as well as his ideas and thoughts on race and diversity in lacrosse and how that can change and what needs to happen. Thanks so much for joining today. If you like this podcast, please share it on any of your social media platforms, including your Instagram story. Um, You can tag me and Trevor. Uh, My Instagram name is Brittany1Wilson and Trevor's is TrevorBaptiste9. I hope you enjoy what Trevor has to say, and there's a lot of good lessons to be learned today. So let's get to it. All right. Hi, Trevor. Thanks so much for joining me today on the podcast. Yeah, thanks for having me. All thanks right. for having me. So you guys just got back from a big game. Yeah. Uh, tell me about how that went. Yeah, I mean, um, it was the first Big East game of uh, our conference, and uh it went well you know i think I, obviously it wins a win you know we came <laughs> out with the w we traveled all the way to georgetown um we had a lot of different guys step up that that don't really put in a lot of minutes for us and uh i think we made a few good steps forward but i think we still have a lot to work on as well yeah. and i think uh i think we're in a good spot because i think we're we're happy and hungry you know to, to get better yeah, how's the team looking this year? What do you think? Uh, team's looking good. You know, yeah. I think we're really talented. And kind of like I said before, we have a lot of depth. Like guys who don't really play um, on Saturdays that much are, are doing a lot for us during the week. And they're even making making a step to playing more on Saturday. So yeah. I, think, I think our team's probably the deepest team that I've ever played on, being a senior. And... Um, and and we all we all like to work hard, you know. I think I think this is the best attitude as well as a team. So I think I think we're gonna be good down the stretch. Awesome. Yeah, like you said, going into your senior year, how do you feel about everything? Just kind of different motives versus your freshman year. Like how are you feeling towards lacrosse and everything going on? Yeah, I mean, you know, <laughs> it's it's flying by, you know. It's like jeez. Yeah. I was thinking about all the seniors. Uh, we all talked the other day. We're like, you know, like we have like five games guaranteed, you know, max. Wow. Um, you know, since we're on quarters here, you know, we have 10 weeks left in this quarter. So it's kind of easy to think like, oh, I have 10 weeks left mm-hmm. of lacrosse, but that's not guaranteed, you know, yeah. like that's if we, that's if we really make it to the big show, yeah. you know? So, um, it's like, you can't take any, any day for granted and you gotta, you gotta enjoy everything you're doing. And I think, uh, 
you know, obviously freshman year, winning a national championship, you really can't ask for <laughs> yeah. ask for a lot more than that, except winning again this year. But yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah totally. but um, you know, I think uh, I think putting more time into the team, and now mm-hmm. now this being my fourth year, my class's fourth year, it's like it almost means a little bit more, you know, yeah. if we won this year because we just there's just so much work and so much time that's been put in behind it, except instead of just one year yeah our freshman year you know totally compared to your freshman year like now you kind of have ownership more in the team right and you're a leader right yeah yeah yeah, definitely um yeah you definitely have ownership on the team and and uh you can kind of feel it you know as a senior you can you can think back you know when you're a freshman and you kind of look at the seniors like you like like if the coach says something in practice you kind of like look at the seniors like okay like what are they doing you know yeah, <laughs> like you're yeah. like or like oh like uh let, i'm just gonna follow them because they know what they're doing you know and and uh and when you when you're there it's like wow like now i'm that guy you know yeah. <laughs> or we're those guys you know and uh, it's kind of hard to it's, sometimes you gotta blink and take yourself serious take yourself more seriously totally. and uh I think it's uh, I think it's pretty relatable. Um, you, you know, when you're like in kindergarten mm-hmm. and you like look at the. I went to a school that was kindergarten through eighth grade, mm-hmm. so like we were all in one building. And when I was in like kindergarten, I'd look at the eighth graders and I'd be like, <laughs> "Holy crap! Yeah. Like those guys are huge. <laughs> like they're like grown men. Like yeah. oh my gosh!" And then. And then when I'm in eighth grade, I like look at myself and I'm like, oh, I don't think of myself like that, you know, or I'm not that big, you know, (laughs) or or something like that. And then now I look back at myself in eighth grade, I was like, wow, I didn't know what the heck I was doing. What was (laughs) I wearing? What was I doing? But uh, (laughs) but yeah, it's definitely definitely a great position to be in, you know, being a senior leader on the team and especially you got great guys behind you. Yeah. How do you think your mentality has kind of changed from freshman year? Obviously, a big successful year for you and for the team, but just the mentality now versus then like you were talking about. Um, I think, I mean, obviously, I think guys on our team really want to be their best, you know, and I think especially like like talking about me because I know myself the best out of anyone, I think like every year I just try to play my best. I try to be my absolute best out there. Um, like if it was freshman year or senior year, but, mm-hmm. but this year you, it's kind of like, you want to put your best, but you kind of have that, that little extra chip on your shoulder, you yeah. know? Cause every day is your last day yeah. of that day, you know, yeah, <laughs> if that totally. makes sense, you know, like you don't have four more years. Exactly. Of it. Yeah. Right. Like what is it? April 3rd. Like <laughs> today's my last April 3rd is a Denver pioneer, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's, uh, you definitely have a little chip and you definitely, uh, you definitely, uh, you're more inclined to to care how everyone's doing yeah. rather than just yourself yeah. and especially as a leader you know like you just want you want the team to be the best and you want to be the best teammate to your to your fellow teammates <laughs> yeah um so going way back to the start um yeah, where was your all the, way back. all the way back um where was your first start in lacrosse like how did you get involved with the sport yeah so i uh i started playing in fifth grade I think it maybe it was like going into sixth grade yeah so a little late you know relative to a lot of guys a lot of guys start playing when they're like three mm-hmm. or something like that yeah. so I started because I played football and all my mm-hmm. football friends were like you should play lacrosse like we play lacrosse in the spring like you should play like yeah. it'd be a lot of fun <laughs> and I started playing and I was horrible I was so <laughs> bad and I was like athletic you know because I played yeah. football but I was not 
good. You know, I wasn't <laughs> anything special. And then uh, as like I got to like eighth grade, I was I started getting like a little better. I started mm-hmm. like figuring out like how to like throw it catch <laughs> and do those things. Yeah. Um, and then I I switched to attack in eighth grade, and I was okay. like scoring all these goals. And I'm like, oh, this is a lot of fun. You know, yeah. like I like this a lot. Um, and then kind of going a little further, I I switched to midfield in high school. So my coach was like, you need to run. Like, you need to go up and down the field. Yeah. You know, you can't just stay and play attack. So I was like, okay, I'll do that. Mm-hmm. And then, like, my sophomore year, I started facing off, mm-hmm. you know. So it was kind of like everything in my lacrosse experience has kind of been new, you know. So it yeah. wasn't like I started playing, like, attack when I was five years old and then just focused on scoring goals until this point, you know, yeah. or I didn't like just play defense and I was just like a lockdown defender until now, you know, it's been like, I started out playing defense in fifth grade because I had a horrible stick skills. And then (laughs) I uh, switched to attack and then um, I switched to midfield, you know, and then, and then I started facing off, you know, Mm -hmm. so it was kind of like, I got all these different sides of the sport and they were all really fun to me. You know, yeah. I enjoyed every part of it and I still do, you know, I still do enjoy playing every position. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. It's funny how you fall into those things sometimes. Like for me, people always ask why I'm a goalkeeper and it's like at that age, I was a goalkeeper because I couldn't keep up with the other girls. Like I couldn't yeah. run and I like the gloves. So You're right, yeah. Fun. But it's it's cool how you kind of fall into that. So you said you started doing face-off your sophomore year? Yeah, yeah. So wow. I started – I was kind of like the backup. My So I started playing midfield in high school and then my coach was like, you should try facing off. Like we need a backup guy and we, we think you'll be good at it. And mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, okay. Like sure, this seems <laughs> fun, you know. <laughs> like seems like it's kind of physical and – it's like quick and fast and it's kind of yeah. like head to head. And I used to swim like really competitively. Oh, so wow. it was like kind of like that, like head to head competition that I always liked. And um, my coach at the time took face offs mm-hmm. in college when he played. So I would, uh, so he's like, yeah, like, let me teach you a little something about it. And uh, I remember towards the end of freshman year, I would face off against my coach after practice. Oh, so I'd stay after practice and we'd like face off. And this is like a grown man. And I was like, <laughs> and I would try to like beat him up a little bit, you know? And um, it was like a lot of fun, you know? Yeah, <laughs> it was yeah. a lot of fun for me, especially because I was going against my coach, you know? And yeah. um, and then sophomore year, our our starter got hurt. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, you're, you're going in. Like you're doing this thing. I was like, okay, I'll try. And then I went in. I got absolutely roasted in this game. So I was going against this kid who was committed to Rucker. It's uh, actually a good friend of mine now. And uh, he absolutely destroyed me. Oh, he he beat me up so bad. And then, uh, like, after that sophomore year, they were like, okay, you have to start taking face-offs because our starter graduated. Like, you're the face-off guy now. I was like, okay. And then I just worked on it that summer going into junior year. And then... I think I just with practice became I became better and then yeah. um, just kind of took off from there. Wow! Yeah, so I feel like most people that know you or like don't know you as well, but yeah. like would think that you've been doing that forever. Yeah, right? no, so that's crazy. yeah, it's been yeah, it's been a little while. And yeah. um, I was talking to uh, I did this interview a few weeks ago, and this reporter was like, "Oh, so you got some tread on your tires? You know, yeah. like you like." you still have like a like a lot of learn or you still have a lot of face-offs left inside of you and I'm like I hope so but <laughs> I've taken a lot already I mean my wrists are killing me hopefully I can yeah. still keep it going yeah, you know totally. but, yeah 
How is that? What is that like mentality like of the face-off guy compared to like other other positions on the field? Like, is it a lot different? Um. Yeah, I think so. I, I mean, at the end of the day, you're still a player, yeah. but I think you know, it's like a face-off specialist. You know, like you. You really don't do a lot more than taking the face off, you know. Yeah. I mean, like obviously you can punch a few goals in here and there, and that's exciting. But like you take the face off, and like you win it. I think you're gonna start seeing more players stay on the field more. And I think, um, I think like as I got better with like my stick skills, I was able to kind of stay on the field a little bit more. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you you kind of like take the face off, win, lose. Get the get the ball to your offense, lose, like go off of the other face off guy, and then you just wait until the next face off. So it's kind of like, um, it's a little demeaning, you know, in terms of yeah. uh, like, especially if you don't like losing. Like I hate losing, mm-hmm. so like if you lose, you kind of have to just go on the sideline and just think about it, yeah. <laughs> you know, just think about how you <laughs> yeah. lost and, and and whatnot. But uh, so I think you kind of have to have a short memory. I think it's pretty similar to goalies, you know, yeah. like you, you got to have a short memory and, and you get only like a, not a few, but you got a, a finite amount of shots a game or attempts a game, you know, yeah, and you sure. just got to make them, you just got to make the most of them. Yeah. Uh, like you put in all the hours exactly. to like work on it and then you get just so many during a game. It's exactly. kind of just a lot of pressure kind of oh yeah definitely um, just along with that like you're in line for right one of the my what you're you're in line for um the one of the most ncaa wins or something oh yeah wins, right? yeah um, yes yeah, so i'm second right now um yeah hopefully I can, maybe i'll get be number one i don't know yeah. we'll see <laughs> i was gonna ask you like do you think kind of all the hype maybe or not hype obviously but um, just like that's extra pressure for you. Oh, hundred hundred percent. Yeah, no, yeah, you really hit that on the head. Uh, I think, I think, uh, you know, coming in, especially my senior year, um, I, I wouldn't say like pressure, but a lot of it is, I guess it is pressure. I'll, I'll give it to you two different ways. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. so like one is, I feel like if there's a lot of hype, at least from in my perspective, like if there's a lot of hype and like everyone thinks like, oh, like Trevor's like really good or Trevor's yeah. gonna have a really good game. And you kind of make this picture of what that game looks like or uh-huh. what your what your performance should be. And if you don't reach it, sometimes it's a little discouraging and you feel like you're underachieving. Yeah. You know? At least in my mind, you know, like I, I feel like, uh, you know, if, if maybe I have, maybe I did really well in the face-offs, but like I had a few turnovers and I'll look back and I'll be like, like, man, that was horrible. And I'll yeah. feel horrible. I'll feel terrible about it. Or, or maybe I'm going against a guy who say I have a much higher percentage than mm-hmm. in face-off percentage. And he kind of yeah. gets the best of me that day. Then, then that like really hurts yeah. like me rather than if I was, if there wasn't that hype there, like, I feel like it wouldn't hurt as much, yeah. you know? Yeah. Um, I don't know if that makes sense. But, no, it does. Yeah. Do you try to look at that kind of like win percentage stuff or you try to look away or Yeah, I try not to yeah. I try not to look. But but obviously like we scout our opponents and like you kinda know like if the guy's really good yeah. or if he's I mean it's division one, everyone's good, yeah. you know, but if he's like another really top guy. Yeah. Um but yeah, I try not I just try to yeah. take it one face off at a time. That's good. Just go out there, just try to win every single one and Yeah. If you don't, just 
try again on the next one, you yeah, know? totally. So I feel like you have a lot of kind of people looking up to you, especially like young kids, right? You, you're kind of a coach sometimes, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, how, what is that like in a different way, in a different like kind of pressure sense? Like yeah. how, what is that like for ca- kind of carrying yourself on the field or um, just being that role model for these young kids that are playing lacrosse or even not even playing lacrosse? Yeah, I mean, uh, I try not to think about that either. Yeah, and I mean, sure. I, I try not to think about it not saying, like, I don't want to take responsibility for my actions, you yeah. know, not like that at no. all. Because yeah. I, think, I think in general, like, everyone should be a good person mm-hmm. and a good sportsman yes, <laughs> or a sportswoman, yeah. Yeah. you know. So, um, so I think, like, that's one thing. And, um, you know, with a lot of kids looking up to me, like, I didn't – I think like I'm just kind of starting to now realize it, you yeah. know, because um, I think I think the reason why I kind of realized it was like I made, when I made the Team USA roster, I was playing with guys that I I'm playing with guys that I looked up to, yeah. and I'm like, whoa, like I'm on the same roster as them, like oh wow, like maybe yeah. some guys are looking up to me, I don't know, but <laughs> but I never really like thought of myself like that, you know, mm-hmm. I just thought of myself as. Like Trevor, you know, or yeah. something like that. The but, face-off yeah. Yeah, oh, exactly, the face-off guy. So hopefully I'm not um, – I want to be, you know, and I want to be uh, a, a good role model for them. And, and, you know, like especially in a sport where it's not really diverse, you know, and um, it kind of lacks a diver- diversity. And, and there's been a lot of uh, – there's been a few incidents recently, you know, that um, that is – been like kind of troubling you know in terms of like racial issues um i don't want to like get into those specifically Mm -hmm. but um i think like i was watching this video of kyle harrison i don't know if you know who that is he's like one of the best lacrosse players to ever play and he's black as well and he was he was like the guy i really looked up to uh growing up i was like i want to play like kyle harrison um not that good at offense. Kyle Harrison <laughs> took face-offs, but he was not far from a face-off specialist. So, um, but yeah, I was like, this guy's the man growing up. And I was watching this video on Inside the Cross, and it was him. I think it came out like a couple weeks ago, you know, okay. and it was him. And he was talking about kind of like race and lacrosse. And he said, you know, like... They asked him, like, do, like, would you want your kids to play lacrosse? And he was like, and, and like, my knee-jerk reaction would be like, obviously yeah. he does, you know? Like, he's the GOAT, you know? Like, obviously <laughs> you'd want his kids to play lacrosse. And he was like, I don't know, you know? Like, I don't know if I, if I would because he's like, how, he was like, how do I tell a kid, like, you're, you might, you're going to be, obviously you might be the only black person on the team, you know, like that's mm-hmm. kind of something that I did my whole life. Like I lived in like a predominantly white neighborhood. Like yeah. I, I was always kind of like, oh, like very, like a very, very low minority and wherever I was, you know? And, uh, but he was like, how, like, how can I tell him like, like, oh, like you might be called like the N word or something mm-hmm. like that. Or like, how, like, how do I like say that to them and, and in, in a sport, you know? Yeah. And like, that kind of like opened my eyes. Like when I yeah. when I watched the video, I was like, "Whoa!" Like, like man, that <laughs> like that was really deep, you know. Especially because he was talking about his family, you know. And um, and I think it's I think if we ever want this sport to grow, and if we ever want the world to be a better place, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to talk too generally, but you know, like it, like we gotta, it's gotta be diverse, you know. It's yeah. gotta be 
open to everyone and everyone's got to want to have all different types of people in your sport and, yeah. and compete against all different types of people, you know? And, and I think like going back to that role model, role model idea, a lot of, you know, like black or diverse players, they don't have, they don't really look up to someone that looks like them, you know, mm-hmm. like, like the best lacrosse player, you know, I had Cal Harrison, you know, or hope maybe some little kid has me, yeah. you know, and mm-hmm. hopefully, hopefully that, that works out for them and I can help them be a great lacrosse player. But, you know, a lot of times uh, other guys growing up, especially guys that are older than me, didn't really have that, that role model or that, that figure in the sport. Yeah. Um, but I think, I think we need that, you know? Yeah. What do you think could maybe bridge that gap in the future? Like, what do you think? Do you think things are changing? Do you think things are getting worse? Like, where do you think it's at right now? Just from your point of view. Um, I'd say maybe getting worse. Um, I mean, I don't think... I I think it's easy for me to say that because of all the incidents that have happened in, like, the past few months, you know? Um, Maybe I shouldn't say getting worse, like, over the grand scheme of things. Probably a tough question. yeah, Yeah, yeah. It's like, but there's been... A, a lot of things that have happened that are pretty bad yeah. and it could also be because I I could my my original reaction was pretty worse is because maybe I'm just more keen to it now maybe I can really like understand now maybe because I'm older or, or because these things have happened yeah. in my community you know um, but you know I, I was so fortunate to have such great people around me and, you know, and it's like my teammates at DU, you know, they're, they're all great guys and they never do or say anything to make me feel different. You know, like I feel like one of the guys in all aspects. Um, but I can't say that I know that that's not true everywhere, you know, and it could have, I'm sure it's always been like that. I'm sure it could be getting better, you know, but I think it's definitely something that I know a lot of guys are facing and a lot of guys are hurt by it. Do you feel like a sense of responsibility almost to like take action or make people more aware of this? Because before, honestly, before we talked, I mean, I feel like people notice it, but it never like came to my mind, you know, until I looked into it and there were tons of articles about how, you know, like I saw this one fact that lacrosse is 86% white. And just compared to other sports, like, why is this different? You know, why is there not maybe as many opportunities or, you know, I'm just, right. so I think it opens my eyes. Like, do you feel a sense of maybe responsibility? I don't know if that's the right word, but to kind of um, make a change almost? Or Yeah, I think, I feel so, yeah, I feel responsible, yeah. you know, I think. Definitely just for the sport in general. I mean, forget my race, you know, forget me. Like, for the sport that I care about, yeah. yeah. Like, and for, like, the world I care about, yeah. I think I I feel like it needs to change and it needs to be more diverse. And then, especially for someone like me, you know, like me being a black male and playing lacrosse, you know, I feel like um, I want other guys like me doing it, you know. Yeah. And, and that's not to say... If you don't look like me, I don't want you. You know, know, like I want everyone to play lacrosse. I want everyone to to have the chance to 
to play the sport and and enjoy it. And I know it's not really accessible. You know, it's 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 a pretty expensive sport. It's it's not um, it's not coached everywhere. You know, yeah. a lot of people don't know. Like, there's a lot of areas in just America alone that don't know the sport. You yeah. know, yeah. so I think it's got to keep growing. And the only way to keep it growing is to get every different type of people into it you know not just not just white people yeah totally you can't spread it if it's not diverse exactly it needs to be to kind of grow totally like you're saying um have you felt that personally like have you experienced anything personally of kind of not feeling um, the diversity in your sport or has it been more of like now that you're aware of everything else? Um, no, I mean, I've definitely felt it. You know, I think, uh, I think in every, like, um, you know, like, like I said, I was, I was really fortunate to have great people around me. And, um, I also said, you know, like I always grew up in like a predominantly white area. So, you know, Mm -hmm. like, I, like my, everywhere I kind of lived or, I also swam, you know, that was also not really a diverse (laughs) sport as well, you know, so I was kind of used to it, you know, and, and I was always, uh, I, I, I would like to say I was always a likable guy, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone liked me, you know, I I always felt like people liked me for who I was. Um, And that might be just because I just had great people around me. But I think there's always situations that happen to maybe minorities especially when you're younger and it kind of happens and then you're like wow you know like that's not just like in the history books like that's just still going on you know I think like when I was in when I was in eighth grade going back I was playing attack and I was pretty good at that point you know I was kind of like the lead scorer and um we're playing this team like it was maybe like 30 minutes away from me in New Jersey and we beat them and this team was kind of like a hotbed in New Jersey. Like it was, uh, it was a team that usually crushed us. You know, mm-hmm. we beat us, we beat them that year and I had a strong performance, you know, I kind of really helped the team win. And after the game, these kids came up to like a few friends of my team. They're like, Oh, like you got like the only reason why you guys won is cause you guys have that, you guys have that black guy. Like he's like, and then they called me the N word to my no. friend. Yeah. And then, and to really talk about how fortunate I was, like, my friends almost beat him up, you know, yeah. and, and my friends were white, you know, and they were like, I, and they, they were like, they were crying, you know, my friends were crying yeah. and, and, and I was, I felt like they had my back, you know, and I've always felt like I had guys that had my back. Um, but like when that happened to me in eighth grade, I was like, I was like distraught. I was like, yeah. whoa, like I've never it's pretty amazing that it took me that long to really like come in contact with something of that nature, you know, like eighth grade, like it, I, it could have been when I was a lot younger, you know? So I kind of, I kind of was lucky for a while, but, but at the same time, you know, that, that definitely had to happen. Like that had to happen. I had to witness that. I had to see that some people actually think like that. And so, especially in a, in an athletic environment, you know, it's, it's crazy. Um, did that, did that kind of change your mindset or your outlook on some stuff 
that like since you experienced it firsthand like you said like you read about stuff in the history books but it never really happened yeah. in real life do you think that really changed like kind of the projection of your mindset going on in lacrosse and in just kind of life in general um i mean i think life in general yeah you know like especially when you're young you know like i was probably what, like 13 years old or something like that like you know you, you don't think that like when you're young you think everyone everything's like butterfly and rainbows like <laughs> yeah. everything's good yeah. everything's great like i'm i just want to hang out with my friends and <laughs> drink soda and eat candy you know so um yeah you know it's 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 kind of like an ugly truth that you got that you that i saw um and you know but i think it was necessary yeah know, i think it was necessary Totally. What do you think some of the things that what do you think are some of the things that maybe need to change in order for there to be more diversity or more inclusion or stuff that doesn't happen like you no know, people don't have experiences like you could right. have. Yeah, I think uh I mean one, I think people just have to like understand that it's an issue. You know, mm-hmm. like a lot of people I think it's easy for everyone to just turn a blind eye, you know, yeah. and be like, Oh like that's just, that's just like those one, that's just that group of people. Or oh, it's just yeah. like a couple guys or, oh, or a couple girls, you know, or, or that's just, it's just like in this area, you know, mm. but it's not, you know, it's everywhere, you know. And I think like people have to be more educated on the issues, you know, and I think, I think that's one. And, and that relates to like within the sport and just race in general, you know, and I think two I think it needs to be more accessible to all yeah. different types of people. Um, how that exactly will happen, I think that's the question everyone's asking, yeah. you know, and everyone is trying to figure out. Um, it's definitely not something that one or few people can answer on their own or do yeah. on their own. So, um, but I'm happy to see or help the cause, you know? Yeah, totally. Do you yeah. think, I feel like sports might even be a vehicle for this though, right? right. Because you have that platform, like you have those kids following you. And so maybe just bringing, you know, having that brought up yeah. and educating people from that platform that you have, that's kind of yeah. important. Totally. Um, so just going on, what do you think, um, going forward, you want to play professionally, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'd love to play professionally. Draft's coming up actually, so we'll see. And then um, in the World Games this summer, but obviously Denver's on the forefront of my mind, just Mm -hmm. taking in every single second I'm here and playing to the best with my teammates and making that national championship run, you know. Totally. Yeah, that's good. Um, So two questions. Um, I always kind of end with this one. Yeah. Um, Let's see. So... If you could go back to the kid that just started playing the cross, <laughs> um, fifth grade, right? Yeah, fifth grade, little Trev. <laughs> little Trev. <laughs> um, what What are two or three things do you think that you'd tell him um, with what you know now? With what I know now. Or what would you tell? Him? Um, I tell little Trev to keep smiling. Now, <laughs> I mean, uh, I'd say, you know, just I think. I mean, I probably sound biased when I say this because, you know, like I don't want people to listen to this and be like, oh, like Trevor's like one of the best face-off guys, you know, Trevor's had so much success in playing. So 
like obviously everything's so great in his mind, you know, or something like that. Or Trevor didn't have to like battle all like oh, yeah. different people or or didn't think he was good enough at sometimes. Like he was always the best and and that was far from true, you know? And um I don't know if you know, like I was committed to, to a division three school mm-hmm. for a while and yeah. I thought I was gonna play division three until March of my senior year, you know? Wow. Like I didn't think any like I was anything special and I just enjoyed playing and I just loved competing and I just wanted to do the best I could. So if I was me, would I, and I think that is what got me here. Yeah. I don't think it was doing like anything like specific or like training to be a division one athlete. It was just training to just be my best and whatever, yeah. like whatever position I was in attack, defense, midfield, face offs. I just want to be, I just wanted to try to be my best, you know, yeah. and I want to be the best, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just want to be my best. Totally. And if, you know, I didn't really see that when I was that young, but that's what I would say. That's what I'd say to myself. I was actually, I was actually thinking about that when you were talking about um, how you kind of came up in lacrosse, like you started maybe later than, like you said, more, most people do, like most people I know you know, started when they're three years. Yeah. Any sport, any sport yeah. that I know. So it's like definitely that that part of not comparing yourself to others where, where they're at kind yeah. of in your own journey. And I right. can see that it's definitely taking you where you want to be. So that's that's definitely a good thing to remember. Yeah. Um, and then one more is how would you define yourself um, if it wasn't for lacrosse, not that you define yourself all in lacrosse, but right. what are some things that you kind of want to carry with you no matter what? Um, I mean, I always want to, always want to carry with me my family, you know, I definitely define myself through them. You know, they've been great to me and they've taught me so much and made me such a great person, hopefully, you know, yeah. <laughs> hopefully I'm a good person. <laughs> um, and then to be a good person, you know, and, and to, to enjoy, life you know for what it is i think especially you know it's really easy to get caught up in like like oh like to have aspirations to be really rich or like the best and i don't want to say sports because you because this isn't about lacrosse (laughs) you know the best in anything you know it's 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 really easy to get caught up in all that but at the end of the day you know it's all about enjoying yourself you know And, and wherever you find enjoyment and and happiness, you know, and, and then, uh, and yeah, I just thank God too. I love that guy. He's yeah. a man. <laughs> awesome. awesome. Well, you're definitely a role model for a lot of people and super excited to see where DU is going to go this year. And then you after that too. So yeah, thanks. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining me and yeah. sharing everything today. Thank you. I'll finally be on iTunes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining today. I hope you liked the podcast, and I hope Trevor's story inspired you in many ways. If you like this story, please, again, share this on your social media platforms by tagging me and Trevor. Um, screenshot this podcast and share it on there. Um, we'd really appreciate getting this story out, as there are some important issues talked about today. I hope today's story inspired you to go out, live your story, and don't be afraid to share it.